Hey everybody, welcome or welcome back to Girlfriend Let Me Tell You the Podcast because I've got something to say. I'm your host Latasha and my podcast is meant to create a positive space for the single black mother. Throughout this season we will build relationships, have fun, laugh and we will also validate our emotions by sharing stories. I am celebrating all of you lovely ladies for your individual journeys. I hope you are ready for a great season on the podcast. Let's get into the next episode. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. Come on in. I said I was going to go live at 8:30 and believe it or not it is 8:30 now. It was 8:29 when I hit start the live. But y'all come on in. We're going to talk about um, health mm-hmm. secrets um, in the family because I had a doctor's appointment today and I really want to talk about this. So come on in. I'm only going to wait a few seconds before I start my topic because, again, some people watch the replay and I don't want y'all to spend 10 minutes of me saying, come on in. I'm waiting. Come on. Give a few more people. Y'all will see it when you see it. So my name is Latasha with Girlfriend. Let me tell you the podcast because I have something to say. So tonight I have a topic that I want to cover because I am 40 years old and there's a lot of things in my family that I don't know about because nobody's talking about it, right? So tonight we're going to talk about the family keeping secrets about health. And if y'all like my shirt, I'm going to try not to stay off topic for too long, but I'm going to show y'all this shirt. It says, I survived Mardi Gras 2020, New Orleans. And I've said this a few times. I think I said it the other day when I was on my live that I went to New Orleans back in 2020 because I wanted to go to Essence Festival, but they didn't have Essence Festival in 2020 because of the pandemic. So I went to New Orleans the week after. Also in 2020, they did not have Mardi Gras. (laughs) Mardi Gras was canceled in 2020. So I survived the Mardi Gras 2020. It's just, it's funny. It's hilarious. And it's actually true. I survived it because I didn't go. Um, But this is my shirt that I got three years ago. Anyway, um, so today I went to have a mammogram because at the age of 40, women are supposed to go and get their first mammogram unless you have something going on prior to your 40th birthday where the doctor or someone says, hey, you need to go get checked out, right? So I went in there and I've heard people talk about mammograms and they say, oh, it's going to hurt. They're going to squish your breasts in this machine and stuff. And yeah, they did apply some pressure, but it didn't hurt. Now, y'all see, this is all the boobage I got. This is it. This is all I got, right? That's it. So when I went, they had this machine and I'm just going to tell y'all what it what it's like. Now, I'm pretty sure this is not the machine they had when they first started <laughs> doing mammograms because this, because this one looked very advanced. But it was a big white machine and it has this this square-like plate, probably about the size of my tablet, right? And it has this, this plastic container up top, which is clear. And so she, she put my breast on it. So you see how much boobage I have. And it's funny because she used both hands to lift my breast up and put it on there, which <laughs> maybe that's just habit for her to do it. But she put my breast on there like that. Right, and then this, and I had to position my arm like this. But then this this plastic thing comes down and and presses on it. I don't want to use the word mashed or squished because that's not what it felt like. It literally felt like my breast was on there and somebody was just pushing, pushing on it. It wasn't a whole lot of pressure neither. 
And then this thing comes around and scans it. And she did both of them. And then she did it from a different angle. So it didn't hurt at all. Like I was expecting some kind of pain, some kind of discomfort. And it was none of that because I'm only five feet, four and a half inches. So she actually brought the machine down to my level and then I scooted in. So it wasn't bad at all. I have to wait for the results for the mammogram. However, whenever, before we started, she asked, does your family have history of breast cancer? And I said, my great aunt had it because my granny's sister did have breast cancer. And I'm not sure if she had one breast removed, both breasts removed, or no breasts at all. She just got treatment. I don't know. See, I don't know. But it seems like your family would, would come to you and say, hey, I had this health issue. This is what the doctor said made it happen. Maybe you need to go get it checked out because you're doing the same thing I'm doing, right? Um, cancer runs through my family. What kind? I don't know. Maybe we have had breast cancer, testicular cancer, ovarian cancer, uh, throat cancer. I don't know. I just know that a lot of people in my family on my granny's side have died of cancer. And it's interesting because in my family, there are alcoholics. There are people who drink a lot. There are people who smoke. There are people who drive dangerously. There are people who have been shot, people who get into fights, people who have been stabbed, people who have um, had multiple kids, you know, all this stuff. And then they die of cancer. So now I feel like no matter what I do in life, Cancer is going to kill me. It doesn't matter if I live a healthy life or if I live an unhealthy life or if I'm out here fighting and causing all this havoc, I'm going to die of cancer anyway. That's how I feel. So whenever um, my son was born or when I was pregnant, they ask you all these health questions that you have. And there was a lot of questions that I was just like, I don't know. I don't know if this runs in my family. I don't know if my grandparents had it. I don't know if their siblings had it. I don't know if my mom has it. I don't know if her siblings have it. I'm my mom's only child and my dad is adopted. So, you know, as far as getting family history on his side, that's almost impossible because till this day, he still doesn't know who his parents are, his real parents. So I feel like the conversation should be had amongst family members. Like this is what we have. This is what we're going through. And it will make it so much easier for us because I feel like the cycle continues with bad health because nobody's talking about it. Like, if everybody in our family, excuse me, <clears throat> this happens every live video, my throat gets dry. I feel like if everybody in your family likes chocolate cake and people are dying of something, it could be the cake, it could be too much sugar cons con consumption, or it could be you're allergic to a certain type of chocolate that eats your insides. Who knows? But I wish that people would have more conversations about it because when somebody dies in my family, it's a secret. It's a secret what killed them. And I've, I've even asked, like, what is, you know, I think it's rude to go on Facebook and ask somebody else. Like, I don't know who's watching this video right now, but I do think it's rude if somebody you don't know comes on Facebook and says, my mom passed away, my dad passed away, my sister passed away. And then you follow up with, well, what did they die from? That might be rude. It's something you might want to know too, but it could be considered rude. But if my family member dies, I feel like I should be able to go to my grandmother or my parents or my aunts and say, what did Uncle Joe die of? So they can say, oh, well, Uncle Joe had a clogged artery in his heart because he ate too much pork. Or... 
Uncle Joe had diabetes because he was eating too much sugar, whatever causes diabetes. And it's not that he was eating the white sugar. It's the fact that he was eating too many grapes that had sugar in it, or he was eating or drinking too many diet sodas that had artificial sugar in it. Like what killed this person? Because if we share the same blood and we share the same genetics, wouldn't you want to tell the next person, hey, not trying to tell you what to do, but you might want to lay off of the diet drinks. Or, hey, not trying to tell you what to do, but instead of eating grapes, you might want to eat plums. Because a lot of these health issues that we have, they are genetic. I'm not a doctor, so everything I'm saying is, is opinion-based, period. Okay? But I feel like if you if you get somebody when they're a kid, if they're a teenager, if they're in their 20s, maybe their early 30s. I think if you talk to them earlier on and tell them, hey, this is what's killing everybody in our family, you might want to stop doing it, then that could eliminate some stuff. Because as long as my, let's, and, and this is just hypothetical, if, if my granddaddy died of diabetes and then my mom gets diabetes, but I never knew my granddaddy had diabetes, right? And then I never know my mom have, has diabetes. And I'm doing the same thing they do because what do you eat? You eat what your family eats. You eat what your family introduces you to. You you engage in the same activities. You get the same habits and stuff. So now I got diabetes, right? But I don't want to tell nobody. So then I have a child and they're following in my footsteps. And maybe my child's father's family has a history of diabetes and nobody talked about it. Now my child has diabetes, right? And now we've taught them to keep a secret. Don't tell anybody what's wrong with you. Don't tell nobody you got diabetes. Don't tell nobody you on um, medication. Don't tell nobody you have a doctor's appointment. Don't tell anybody you have, you're have having surgery. Don't tell anybody that you've been coughing up blood because it's nobody's business. I hate when people say that. When people tell you to keep it a secret that you're in bad health, like who are you helping? I can understand. I can understand somebody saying I don't want everybody in my business. Because I don't want the sympathy or I don't want all the phone calls. I don't want people on Facebook talking about me. But at some point, you have to say, look, family, I'm sick. I have a doctor's appointment. I need somebody to take me. Even if even if you just have one family member that knows or if you have a handful of family members who know. Or even if the whole community knows. We need to know why people are sick and what's causing it. So it's not just a whole cycle of an unhealthy family. Like I had seen, um, if y'all ever watch those clips on Facebook, just, just social media, period. And they have the doctors, the dentists who do the veneers, right? I don't have veneers. This is mine. These are mine, right? But I've always said I wanted veneers. And if you look at some of the before and after pictures, you might see people who have decayed teeth, they have the gingivitis. They have the the um, they have the rotten teeth, teeth missing. They have the tiny teeth from grinding them or drugs, whatever the case is. And you will see in the comments, people say, "Well, dang, you're too old to have teeth that bad, or why didn't you take care of your teeth, or veneers is not is not the cure for what you got going on. You should have brushed your teeth." But then you'll see somebody else in the comments saying, "Bad teeth and bad uh, dental hygiene could be genetic." 
I didn't know that. But there's other things that can cause decaying teeth and rotten teeth and gingivitis and over overgrowth of stuff on your gums. That can be genetic based on your health. So it might be, again, I'm not a doctor, I'm guessing. So if y'all want to Google what I'm saying to get a fact check, that is perfectly fine. This is my opinion. But I feel like if the person who has the bad teeth knew, hey, I need to go to the doctor and get my blood checked or I need to go to the dentist early and see if I need to go ahead and get these teeth pulled. Um, because getting the teeth pulled might be like a way of nipping into the bud for you to have the rotten teeth. I don't know. But my problem is at at the age of 40, when I go to the doctor and they ask me those pre-questions, the questions they ask you before they do a procedure, I'm going to tell y'all about me because I don't care if you know. Because quite frankly, I don't have any dangerous health issues right now to share with you anyway because they haven't been found. And that's something else. When you go to the doctor and I'm like, hey, I want to get checked to see if I have cancer. Well, what kind? Uh, any kind, like check my whole body over. They're like, well, what cancers run in your family? I don't know. I just know cancer runs in my family. That's one thing I do know. Or they'll say, well, is anyone diabetic? And I always say I don't know because I don't. The only thing I know is back in 2008, my mom had an aneurysm. And after the aneurysm, well, when she was in the healing process, she did, she was diabetic. But I think that came from having an aneurysm. So I don't know if she's still diabetic, not or stop. Excuse me. I don't know if she is still diabetic. I don't know if she's still a diabetic or if it went away like after, after this. I don't know. See, I don't know. I think my granny is diabetic. Let me take that back. My granny has high blood pressure, right? And I don't know what causes her high blood pressure because she'll tell me my blood pressure is high. I need to lift my feet up for a while. Or she'll say my blood pressure is high. I need to take some medicine. But some days she doesn't want to take medicine because of the way it makes her feel. So something else she does when her blood pressure is high is she'll drink a teaspoon of vinegar. Does it help? Maybe it does. Maybe it's in her head. Maybe she maybe she feels like she feels better and she really doesn't. I don't freaking know. Um, they also um the doctors ask if you have let me see, diabetes, high blood pressure, any heart problems. I don't know if anyone has heart problems. It's just a lot of I don't know answers to stuff. Let me go back to telling y'all what I got going on. So I'm 40. I have my mammogram today, my first mammogram. I don't even know how often you're supposed to have them. I do have my pelvic exams and my uh, pap smears regularly because, like I said, if cancer runs to my family, I need them to know or I need the doctors or the whoever to check and make sure I don't have ovarian cancer or cysts or whatever else could be up in my lady parts. I need them to find it out. Um, I know I'm allergic to latex. It's like quite a few foods that I'm allergic to. My vision gets blurry sometimes. It's not like a, it's not like I'm, I'm not blind, of course. I can wear glasses. But I do know that I suffer from, and this is something I had to tell my son, I suffer from severely dry eyes, which means at any given point, and especially with this pollen out here, but at any given point, my eyes get kind of cloudy. 
So I could be looking at something and, and maybe you have experiences too when you didn't know what it was. Um, but I, I could be looking at something and my eyes just get kind of cloudy and I can blink real hard or whatever. And it seems like it just gets more cloudy or like parts of it is cloudy. And it's not like a blurred vision. It's just, it's like, um, it looks like a film is over my eye. And that's because my eyes are so dry that I can barely see anything. So I have these, these drops for severely dry eyes that I use, right? I told my son that because if he ever feels like his vision is getting bad or he feels like he's straining to see, he might think that he needs glasses when in actuality your vision is fine as long as you moisturize your eyes. Um, now I try to keep my hands on my face, but that's a problem. I have adult acne, right? I don't know why I have adult acne. The only couple things I can think of is when I'm in the shower, I shampoo my hair in the shower. So maybe it's the dirt and the shampoo and the suds and, and conditioner and stuff that's getting on my face when I'm in the shower. Something else is wrong with me. And I do not like sharing this, but hell, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of women watching. It's like, girl, I got that too. So I have hair on my face. So right here <laughs> is where I have hair. And I used to pluck it, but it takes forever to pluck hair. And it's not a lot. Oh, you see it right there? You see that hair right there? And then I have the sideburns. This is the perfect day to show this. And then I have hair on under my chin. Let me close my nose because I don't know if it's dirty. I have hair under my chin too. So I have hair everywhere. And I don't know why. Because, again, my dad is adopted. But on my mom's side, those women are pretty much hairless <laughs> my my granny has pretty skin my mom has pretty skin my mom's sisters have pretty skin and i have adult acne in addition to me having adult acne i have a lot of hair so i have of course hair under my arms but with my mom my granny and my and my and my aunts they don't have that much hair in their arms. Like, they don't even have to shave if they don't want to. They have, like, the fine hair, right? On my legs, I have a lot of hair. <laughs> Excuse me. It's just enough that I just need to nair it. But my mom, my granny, and my aunts don't have hair on their legs. They don't have hair on their arms. I don't have a lot of hair on my arms, so I'm not even going to trip on that. But they don't have hair on their legs. But because my dad is adopted, I can't say, hey, did a lot of women in your family have hair on them? Because he ain't going to know, right? So I risk having good skin by just shaving. I just I shave under here. And it's real quick because when I think about it, it's at the last minute. So it's either after I got out of the shower, so I don't shave in the shower, or is when I'm chilling in the middle of the day and maybe I want to go live on here. And I'll be like, shit, let me shave right quick. And I'll just get a dry razor and shave this and then I'll moisturize my face. That's why when I'm doing my live videos and I'm doing like my tarot cards and I have to zoom in sometimes. Oh, see, that clarity was bad. But whenever I'm doing my anything where I have to zoom in on the camera, I try to cover my face with something. So I might be like, mm -hmm. this is the tarot card. And then I'll 
put it over my face <laughs> and zoom in. <laughs> but it's crazy because I know it's probably a lot of women watching my videos and they have hair on their face. And I'm the only one out here who is really, really, really embarrassed about it. I used to be very embarrassed about it. Like I always plucked. I always plucked my face. I always plucked my face. And again, I'm bringing this up because we're talking about health issues. We're talking about things that people have going on that nobody knows about. And when I was pregnant, I was praying to God. I, I promise y'all, I was praying to God. I said, Lord, I want a healthy, smart, beautiful baby. And then I was like, but don't make it a girl. <laughs> I don't want a girl because I don't want her to, I don't want her to have to deal with all this hair, you know, as a teenager or as a young woman. Now that I'm now that I'm 40 years old, believe it or not, there are a lot of older men who like women with hair. They they just like women with hair. So I try to date the older men because they don't care about that. Most of them don't care. And that's a good thing for me. But I had to wait until I was about 30. Um, I was 30 something. Or was I 27? It was right around 30-ish is when I started finding out the older men don't care about that. Right? So I still shave whenever I think I'm going to be in people's faces. Because I might run into somebody who's like, is that hair on your chin? You got hair on your face? And then I feel embarrassed. Anyway, I have that issue. Um, what else do I have? I ha In this shoulder, there is no cartilage right here, right? So if I have too much pressure, it doesn't have to be pressure. If my bra straps are too tight, if my shirt is tucked in my pants too much, if there is anything pulling on this shoulder or anything weighing on this shoulder, this this these two bones this uh, what is this what is this my collarbone hi mary how are you doing thank you for joining um what is this, my my whatever this is and this bone will rub against each other and and i wish you could feel it you can feel it rubbing and it burns right not only that when i had my dreads my locks and they were down to here just from them sitting down on my shoulders that hurt so I have no cartilage or no whatever this is supposed to be right here that connects the bones. I don't have that. Um, like I said, sometimes when I bend over and I come back up too fast, I get dizzy. I tell my son all this stuff. Like these are the health issues that I have. Maybe you'll have them. Maybe you won't. But and then he, his dad is in his life. So, of course, his dad can, or his grandparents can tell them what's going on because not to put too much business out there. But on my side of the family, I know there are people who are diabetic. There are people who have high blood pressure. My mom had an aneurysm. My granny had um, a type of cancer that she fought. Her sisters had cancer. Her brothers had cancer. All of them but one because he died in the house fire. But um, my mom and her two sisters had fibroids, which must be like an every, every other generational thing because my mom had fibroids, got them removed in her 30s and her two sisters had fibroids and got them removed in their 30s and all three of them had hysterectomies right in their 30s my cousins my first girl cousins my first cousins who were, who were women we didn't have fibroids or anything like that right my granny didn't have fibroids but who's to say that my grandmother's aunts and things didn't have it too 
right? So I didn't want a girl because there's so much going on with women's bodies that I don't understand and I don't want to have to be the one to explain it to my daughter. So I'm just glad I had a son. But I did tell my son, like, this is what I have going on. So the reason for me telling him, even though he's 14 and I've been telling him, like, every time something comes up, I'm like, man, you don't believe this. I'm going through this right now. And sometimes he's like, what? Why am I telling him that? Because when he gets older, he might have a daughter. I might not live to see being a grandmother, but at least my son can tell his girlfriend or his wife, like, hey, I know we're having a daughter. Let me just tell you what my mom had going on. My mom had, you know, uh, problems with her shoulders. She had problems with her eyes. My mom um, was having whatever I got going on, I can tell him. And then he can tell his girlfriend or his wife. So if they have a child and has these problems and she's like, well, that's not in my family. It won't be like, well, whose baby is it? Whatever the case may be. So I try to tell my son everything that's going on. But here's the crazy thing. I'll ask my granny, like, what killed your brothers? Cancer. Well, what else? Because what else? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What had them sick before then? Because there's a lot of people who get sick. I'm going to tell y'all this. My uncle Hubert, I don't know exactly what he died. I know I know it was a type of cancer. I don't have a picture of him right now. But I'm going to tell y'all what he had going on. Him and my granny's brother, John, and my granny's oldest sister, Madge, who just died like three years ago. So have y'all seen those people that have those, those knots on their body? It looked like, you know how you burn yourself and you get those juice bubbles? Well, they had those all over their body. My granny's oldest sister and two of her brothers had those all over their body, right? When my uncle Hubert had it, the way I understood it was they were growing inside of his body. And it's like a cancer. And if you know, like I know, if you have cancer and the doctor cuts you open and the air hits the cancer, you, you out of here anyway. Like air and cancer don't mix. So you're going to die anyway. So they had went inside to cut those knots or those bumps or whatever you want to call them. They had went inside to cut them off of his organs because they were growing on his organs. They went in to cut them off and then they put them back together. And instead of him resting, he went back to work, even though he was retired. He went back to work, reached up to grab something. His stomach hurt. He went in for a checkup, never made it back home, right? But when he was in the hospital, he kept saying, rub my stomach. So I would rub his stomach and press real hard because he said that it was hurting. And I did that. Now, I asked my granny, and maybe she don't know. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to stop being so harsh. Maybe she doesn't know. What caused the bumps on their bodies? Did y'all ever find out a name for it? Like, when did they even come? I have pictures of my Uncle Hubert when he had clear skin, clear, smooth skin. I have pictures of my Aunt Madge when she had clear skin. And they were adults. They were adults. Um, I don't have any pictures of my Uncle John with clear skin. But I will say this. At some point, those bumps came on their body. And I guess nobody... Decided to figure out where it came from. I want to know. Now, I'm glad I don't have it and my son doesn't have it. I'm 40 years old and my son is still a kid and I don't know when they came. But I just wish that my granny would sit down with me and say, hey, these are the things I've had going on. 
This is what my mom had going on. This is what my daddy had going on. I've sat with my granny's sisters, at least two of them, and I've asked, like, what you got going on? What what goes on with your body? What do I need to know? And everybody's like, well, I don't want to talk about it. You know, it's, it's, it's nothing bad. The doctor said everything is good. Okay, but how are you feeling right now? Because I still feel a little embarrassed that I don't know my family's health history. And maybe I shouldn't because a lot of people don't know. A lot of people just don't know. So now I have to be the one. And I guess back in the day, it was just, it just made sense to keep it a secret. It doesn't make sense now, though. Because the way people are dying and nobody knows why, we should figure that out, right? So what I'm going to do, because I like to break generational curses. I like to, or it, maybe it's not a curse. I like to break generational habits. I like to be the pioneer of getting things figured out in our family. And if I can't get my elders to tell me what's going on with them, then I need to find out what's going on with me and tell my son. Now, I do have a cousin who she and I, we talk often. And anytime something goes wrong, I call her like, girl, look, I went to the doctor and they told me this. I went to the doctor, they told me that. And she's like, yeah, I went to the doctor, they told me this, and they told me that. And we try to compare. We try to compare what one has going on with what the other person has going on. And then it's kind of like, oh, I went through that. Oh, I didn't go through that, but I might. So now I know what to tell the doctor or whatever. And if y'all go on TikTok, a couple good things I like about TikTok and YouTube is TikTok is like a mini YouTube. People have so much, so, so much information on YouTube. They have videos, they have knowledge, they have illustrations and stuff on YouTube. So if you want the long version of something, go on YouTube and you can find about it. But if you want the short version just to get you get your wheels turning in your head like oh this is what people are going through you can go to tiktok but i just want to know if y'all can tell me if y'all know a lot of your family's health history or maybe this is the time for us to start figuring it out right because there is no way people in my family are alcoholics they do drugs i know y'all got the same people in y'all families too there's alcoholics people who do drugs people who fight people who run from the law People who have had a whole lot of cuts that won't heal. We have a lot of people with, with diabetes. We have a lot of people with high blood pressure. And then everybody in my family is dying of cancer. What the hell? You know what I'm saying? Everybody in my family is dying of cancer, but we live these drastic lifestyles. Something else is killing us. And I think it could be a combination of things. You know how you say something out loud, then it just something clicks. It could be a combination of things that's killing people in my family and they blame it on cancer. It could be, no, they died of one of their livers was dried up and they never got it removed and it became uh, toxic and spread across their body and killed them. But we're going to call it cancer. It could be the people in my family have died of alcoholism and they just say it's cancer. I don't know. But y'all tell me <laughs> how you feel about family members keeping health issues a secret. Does your family keep it a secret? Do you know all the answers to the questions that the doctor asks you when you go to the doctor? Do you even go to the doctor to get checked up? Or are you just going to die of something and when it happens, it happens? Y'all let me know in the comments what y'all got going on as far as your health and your family. I'm not trying to be in your business. 
or am I? <laughs> Y'all comment below. Y'all comment below. I hit finish and I wasn't even finished because my name is Latasha with Girlfriend. Let me tell you the podcast and I have something to say. Good night.